Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the top 10 of anything podcast. Let's start the countdown. William Martin Joel has been serenading us for over five decades, from Piano Man to Angry Young Man to An Innocent Man and beyond. Billy has given songs to dance, given us songs to dance to, (laughs) to love to and to cry to. His beautiful melodies, stadium rocking choruses and odes to his own history have filled the airwaves worldwide. Here's Neil with 10 BJ Facts. Thank you very much, Pav. Beautifully done. So, number one, his father was a classical pianist and escaped Nazi Germany. Number two, he was an accomplished boxer growing up. Billy Joel was inspired to pursue a career in music after seeing the Beatles. He didn't graduate high school until 1992. Number five, he went to Woodstock but left early because of the toilets. (laughs) Number six, Billy Joel was briefly in a heavy metal band called Attila. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Number seven, he once tried to commit suicide by drinking furniture polish at 19 when Attila flopped and his girlfriend left him, so he guzzled furniture polish. He said of the <clears throat> of the incident, it left him farting furniture polish for a couple of days and polishing, polishing his mother's chairs. Oh we just sit at home and masturbate. Billy Joel worked at a piano bar in Hollywood after signing a record deal which inspired the song Piano Man One, two One, two, three, four Just the Way You Are was originally written as a birthday present to his wife He's been nominated for 23 Grammy Awards. He's won five, plus he's had an honorary award. Yay! There we are. Thank well you very much. done, Neil. Beautifully done. Welcome, everybody, to episode 100 
I should I put that there? Let's give us some applause. Episode 100. It's a special episode for so many reasons. Let me introduce our guest as this root beer rag carries on going. Our guest for our 100th episode, she's our uptown girl. She can kill with a smile. She's a modern woman. She can handle pressure. She's the only woman in history to say the C word in the first two minutes of a Christmas-themed podcast. Check episode 20 for that. And she is co-host on my number one podcast, A Cup of Tea and a Chat. Check out episode 77 for that. If I only had the words to tell her that she's more than a woman to me, please welcome Ali McKay! Yay. Yay, me! Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And episode 100, I asked you guys, I'm like, do you want to have someone special for that one? We've got someone special for that. Especially as I I missed out on the last one with you, Ali. So this needs to be the 100th for me to celebrate as well. Delighted to be here. Wonderful. So we are doing Billy Joel songs. Now, I know, Neil, you're not a massive... I mean, you are a fan of Billy Joel, but I'm maybe a fan not. of Billy Joel. I'll explain. I was quite late to the Billy Joel party. Um, I'll explain. Well, no, I'll, I'll explain. When, in this, when Uptown Girl came out, I'm going to get sliced and diced for this. I really didn't like it. I really did not like that song. I thought it was just a gimmicky party song and I could leave it alone. And then when Boyzone did a re-edition, was it Boyzone? Or it was. Westlife yeah. or whoever? West, one of them. Yeah, one of the boys. Boy I fans. thought, oh no. But anyway, come, I'll explain later, but come a little bit later on in my life after that song, I heard a song which I still love today, which is my favourite. And that then introduced me to get a couple of albums and then buy the greatest hits and go from there. So I'm not an album person i haven't got i've got two albums i think i said to you before i've got river of dreams and innocent man and that's it I right got, i haven't got any other albums apart from the greatest hits okay what what <laughs> you don't have stranger the stranger yeah but then it took me a long time i i was i, I had i didn't have a great relationship with billy joel at the beginning okay. and i still don't Sorry. like uptight and uptown girl i will hasten to say i really it just does nothing for me that song Right, okay. but you've got right. a more, you've got more of a history with Billy Joel, haven't you, Ali? What's 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 your story? I do. I, I love Billy Joel, maybe too much. Uh, back when I was on the news in Los Angeles, we did a segment. We had a, a af- not afternoon, but like more of the after the news show was the last hour from nine to ten, and one of the topics was if you could have a hall pass, what three celebrities would be your hall pass? And mine, of course, was like Harrison Ford, Conan O'Brien. And my number one was Billy Joel. And everyone was like, oh, what is wrong with you? I have loved him since elementary school, like obsessed with him since elementary school. And I've seen him in concert many times. And I will see him in concert many more, including probably in the next couple months. So I, I really like him. I had, uh, I think Bean probably sent you the text I sent him today yes. <laughs> because I have been struggling with this list like you read about it. I said to a friend, I said, I'm about to do the hardest podcast of my life. And she's like, oh my God, what's it about? And she's thinking, oh, is it about grief or like childhood yeah. trauma? And I'm like, no, <laughs> top 10 Billy Joel songs. It's going to be awful. She's like, you've got a problem. But I, they're just so many. And they're all, all these songs are so personal to me. So they're not yeah. like, 
I wasn't trying to be like, oh, listen to this deep cut that you can only get if you watch on YouTube on a Tuesday at 4.07 p.m., mm. you know, that type of thing. These are all pretty, pretty big Billy Joel songs, but really affected me. Right, so have you right. seen, him, seen him at Madison Square Garden? Adam? I have seen his residency show three times and right. hope to go to two more before yeah. he's done. Because yeah. it's November, isn't it? He's announced yeah. this November yeah. this year. He's yeah. got, uh, I think he has a December show. I actually just sent all the dates to my friends and said, pick them. And I think that the October show is the one that I really Oh, I wish I had the Ali Googles stab right now. That would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, October, Googles. November 22nd, and then a show in December. All right. But maybe that, yeah, Madison Square. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. I can't oh. wait. I've never had the privilege. There we go. Yeah, I've, oh. I've seen him three times live. And yeah. he's he is just fantastic life he just is yes. it just has mm. so much energy i was yeah it was the innocent man album that that got me in and i can remember bbc yep. one had billy joel live from wembley like live on a friday night i think it was and i watched that and that was when i started i heard goodnight saigon and pressure and i thought wow he's not just tell her about it and all those kind of yeah. ones so i went started going back and the stranger and then went right back to cold spring harbor and oh. totally fell in love with his whole back catalog then and then that then nice. i was just everything just was what do you what's your favorite album of his ali maybe the stranger yeah i think that might maybe be it's so hard because then I think of like the doo-woppy fifties of, yeah. and, and that was the one that really got me as a kid. So it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Oh, we've yeah. made it and hard enough for you as it is with your top 10 You really songs. did. Yeah, you really did. I, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with this <laughs> list. I'm not going to no. lie to you. My number one and number two, still not sure. Okay. It's oh. a play it by ear. Okay. So while we're going, it's I'm going to decide as you list them. That's fair enough. Uh, but oh, you can gosh. kick us off, Ali, with your number 10. Okay. My number 10. <clears throat> Billboard called this song uncompromisingly bleak. Wow. Rolling Stone critic Dave Marsh considers it boarding on, quote, obscenity because he refuses to take sides. And to me, that's why it's the perfect song. It's a song about war. You just mentioned it, Pavo, talking about Goodnight Saigon, which I don't know if it would have made my list had I not seen this done live in New York City. And Can I if just you say don't that's know, my number four. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That makes me happy. Well, if you don't know the song, it's... Um, it's about the Vietnam War, and it's about men that met at Paris Island and then... They went through the camaraderie and the ultimate tragedy of the war. But at his show at Madison Square Garden, he brings up uh, the New York Police Department and the New York City in the New York Fire Department. And they all join arms and they sway. And it's it just it will kill you. It will absolutely kill you. And I cannot listen to the song without crying. It's beautiful and there weren't many songs about the point of view of someone going to war yeah. it was always about war it's bad it's fine it's not fine but we're there for a reason no we're not and that's the point of the song is you're not picking sides you're not saying if it was wrong or right it's from their point of view and it's perfect and we'll all go down together was the, yeah. was the... Go down together yeah yeah, yeah. 
It's one of those, well, like you said, it's a join arms and sing along moment, isn't yeah. it? In this way. But it's also where I totally fell in love with his storytelling and songwriting. As yeah. I said, I was late to the game, but this one really did open my eyes and think, wow, he's a, he's as much a lyricist as he is a musician in this one. It, I thought, it's, sure. yeah, and that's why. And this is the one I, I spoke about earlier that other people have said to me, why is it so high? And I said, because I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. the storytelling of it. It's just, and it makes you feel you know the feels as you're listening to it throughout the song you know goosebumps and actually billy joel did that recently and i'll explain more later on in my list but just very recently he gave me lovely goosebumps all over oh really Mm. Mm, it's not often billy joel comes around and does that to you to me recently listen (laughs) if he's gonna do it he's gonna do it indeed right this isn't the only song that you can give you goosebumps with as well that's the thing no, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, that's a great one to start with. Yeah, it didn't make trouble. It's like you said, Ali. He didn't make my top ten, but it could have quite easily made my top Absolutely. ten. Absolutely. You yeah, know, I hear any you. other day, it could easily make my top ten. So it's a great way to start. Go on, then, Neil. Your number ten, please. It's my life from 1978. Um, now, this uh, <laughs> I learned this one again. I'm afraid I'm a bit of a greatest hits slut. There we are on this <laughs> oh. one. <laughs> Um, because they're greatest hits for a reason, aren't they? Um, mm-hmm. They're beautiful. They're great songs. And my life, it's it resonates sometimes. You know, we all sit there and say, "What if?" And you know, this is my life and things like that. And we want to do. And again, it's lyrically and musically just brilliant. And I cuss myself for not having the knowledge that you guys have and having the years longevity of listening to it all. I've got too much to battle Aww. through to get there, but I will. By the time this song, I'm 60, I'll have all his albums. <laughs> this song reminds me so much of playing sports in high school and my mother driving my friend Maureen and I. Right. It's very random. But this song came on and my mom was just driving. Then all of a sudden she's like, go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. And she <laughs> screamed the words. And my friend Maureen and I. I think we laughed for a week straight. So every time my mom carpooled, we'd make her play the song so she could sing along to that part. And then I realized later, she really meant that. She was like, please, you kids are bothering the shit out of me. Leave me alone. So yeah, this song is just perfect. It is. It's one. It, this song is actually one of my first memories that I ever have. I was sat in my dad's um office he had a welding business and it must have been a school holiday there was a tape recorder and the tape had like barry white bgs on it and it had this song on it so this song always trying i can't remember how old i was it's just one of the earliest earliest memories sat on that i think it was a dirty carpet or something and just sat in the corner because i had to be there because it was school holidays and he had to work and just yeah i was i was 24 probably i don't know i don't know i I wasn't but yeah it was just it's one of those things that triggers a memory straight away and i just remember being sat on that carpet being very very young crazy my life well done neil uh my number 10 is going to be um uh not framed upon but a bit worried that it's this late in my top 10 piano man by uh by by billy joel amazingly (laughs) Uh, that was on the piano man album um well, you've taken away my number two. Oh, that's you your go. number two. It is my number eight. Okay. I know it probably because it, this is... I'm already it, swaying. Yeah, it does it. <laughs> it, does it. Mm. Is, would you say that this is like his Born to Run? This is his... 
I mean, oh. I know that Bean said that Scenes in an Italian Restaurant is one of those, but this has got to be the one no. that he is sort of known as. If you say the name Billy Joel around the world, they're going to say Piano Man. Yeah. 100%. There's no question in my mind. It's his most popular song, for mm. sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that well, it was one mm. of his early, early songs mm. from one of his early, yeah. early albums. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Neil, this is the song, I was going to say, this is the song that gave me the goosebumps recently because he played really? Hyde Park, what, two weeks ago to yeah. 60, 70,000 people. And there's video footage, you can find it on YouTube, and I was deep delving and watching him live, and I watched this one, and the the, the voices of 70,000 people singing back to him this song really made the hairs on yeah. the back of my neck stand up. And in in fact, he carries it on longer than he should have. But it was, oh, it's just beautiful song. Yeah. I mean, it, it reminds, yeah. it, it's sort of, it, I don't want to be slapped or anything for this, but it's the same sort of thing as Elton John's Tiny Dancer to me. You know, where it's that sort of song where it builds and it's big and it's grand, but it's also very, you. very beautiful and intimate as well at the same time. How did any of you see the tour that Elton and Billy did together? No. No. No, didn't. No. I've talked about it on our show. I loved it, but I also was like, hey, maybe do some of your own songs because they would trade up and each do each other's songs, which mm. is great. But also, I want them doing their own stuff. But yeah. seeing those two together, oh boy. How long ago was that? that they were doing it was that? a long time ago. Oh, probably, was it? Yeah. Well, I say a long time ago, early 2000s. All oh, right. <laughs> Ages. I mean, that well, was still 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. That, shouldn't think of it like that, should we? Good Lord. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're number nine, please, Ali. This was a hard one for me because I was going to go with a ballad and I was going to go with one about how Billy can write the loveliest of love songs to women from his past. So that's like 90% of his songs. So I, oh gosh, I'm like, do I do She's Always a Woman? Do I do? Nope. I'm going to go, She's Got a Way. She's got a way about her. And it's just, every woman wants a man to sing that about her because it's beautiful and it's lovely. And it's just, he, oof. For a man that may not be as aesthetically pleasing as, as some would like, he he landed some chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and Christy Brinkley, Elle yeah. McPherson, like he he did all right. I mean, what is it about yeah. the multi-millionaire Billy Joel that made these women go out with him? That was before. That was when he was still, he had those deep circles under his eyes. He looked really sleepy. That's when he was <laughs> at his heyday. That wasn't a millionaire guy. He was just a that is true. awful young, young buck. But he yeah. also gives us all hope. He should. Yes. He should give all all men hope. All of us if young, you short, can... pug nosed men. We all have yeah. that, that feeling. Stubby that, that fingered people. Stubby fingered people. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad what so. the power of song can do. For sure. Well, Ali, the nine. story is: is I really wanted to learn the piano at, uh, at lower school, primary school, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And my music teacher, no word of a lie, looked at me and she said, "You'll never play the piano. Your fingers are too fat." I was about oh eight my years old. God. Yeah. So, but not realizing that Elton John and Billy Joel and everybody like this were playing away with things like that. It took me right away from ever wanting to learn the piano. Neil, do you think she's watching or dead? Both, I hope. (laughs) Great. I hope it's both. And I hope you're proud of yourself, man. Oh, what? Oof. 
That's I think the, we all was... have teachers that said something awful yeah. to us that they didn't think about a second later that no. stuck with us forever, right? Yeah. It is and a shame the... that you didn't become a successful pianist, though, and just shove it right up her ass, but, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. I'll ding that one as well, why not? But yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, do you prefer the, the record version or the live version no. of She Live. Away? The live Always version. the live, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. Go on then, Neil, you're number nine. So it's uh, the Down Easter Alexa uh, is my number nine, 1989. Obviously, the album that got me back into, uh, well, it was the song, uh, a song first, but I got the album after as well that got me back into listening to Billy Joel and reappreciating it. But I really like this um, song. It's almost got a shanty feel to it, if you know what I mean with this, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't get utilised enough because it really does get you swaying. It almost feels like you want to go and listen to this, probably not with the lyrics and things but uh, like a beer keller and with your steins and all going for it going for a good old uh, swing yeah. again like we did with and, piano man and it makes you the good the one thing that elton john does uh, billy joel does a lot <laughs> is because we were talking about elton john earlier and i've written it down billy joel and elton john live to see whether i can find footage of it but the thing about billy joel is as well you know he, he sings a lot of what we say the ballads and things like that but he's got a real uplifting way about it as well yeah a lot of artists that do these ballads you know you feel misery after you've listened to it but i always find with billy joel you find a bit of hope he's got a way yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's why you do what you do. That's why you yeah. get. The yeah. I mean, I don't know whether it's a, it's a, a popular song with people. Whether it's I love this people... song. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. It didn't make my list, album. but yeah. still great. Yeah. Mm. A lot of the songs on that album are all nautically based as well. Yeah. It's it's a really good album. Really good and strong. I didn't yeah. see the thing is like River of Dreams. I didn't didn't like that album. It, was, it had too many. Sort of, what's the word filler songs on it right whereas I've, I've spent the last couple of weeks going through right from Cold Spring Harbour and just listening to all the albums again and like every song on like the first 10 11 albums every song is a banger whether <coughs> whether it's a, a ballad or not but I'm nearly dying yeah, Bean would love up, that wouldn't it. he he would love that oh, wouldn't he he would yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's a good one Neil that is very good Okay, that's your number nine. My number nine, uh, I'm going to the Stranger album, and it's Only the Good Die Young. Um, apart from the start, I love this. always love the start of this. Now, apparently this was quite a um, uh, frowned-upon song when it first came out. It was banned. Was it actually banned? Was It, it was, <laughs> was banned it? on stations, yeah. Like, Catholics were up in arms because it's about basically taking a, a woman's virginity but she's Catholic, so she starts much too late, right? Mm, yeah. That stained glass curtain she's hiding behind. Yeah, yeah. She never lets in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great song. It's the, it's the line, I'd rather laugh with the sinners than die with the saints, because sinners are than much more fun. Saints, yeah. It's mm. such a great line. Yeah. I didn't realize it. I knew that it had a, there was a bit of a doolally about it, but I didn't realize mm. that there was, it's actually been banned. Oh, yeah. And of oh, course, God. once it was banned... Yeah. shot up on the charts because mm. everyone's like what do you mean it's banned I've got to listen to this song yeah. always backs fi- backfires yeah don't, it's like don't relax do that and frankly, so it's just the subject matter that got it banned rather mm-hmm. than the content if you know yeah. what I mean so oh yeah okay yeah I do know this song as well so <laughs> hey well done Neil hey. well done but yeah that's my uh, that's my number nine um, okay so Piano Man was your number eight Ali 
Yes. So, Neil, what's your number eight? So this is, when I talk about the beauty of ballads and the ones that I really like, she's always a woman to me. Mm. I think it's a perfect song to write to a loved one. I genuinely do. I wish I had the talent and the ability to um, do something as sweet as that, like finding out that he wrote it for his, was it wife, wasn't it? I I think first wife, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think what a song to be able to write and give to somebody and it's, and the other thing is, I mean, the, the, what when was that written? Nineteen seventy. Well, released seventy-eight, seventy-seven. It says on here. Uh, well, seventy-eight. Mm. You know, it hasn't dated either. That ballad. Mm-hmm. So, and you know what I think of when I hear the song? Like he's going through all these different dualities of a woman. Like mm. this woman can be formidable, fiercely intelligent, but also she can be you know, sweet and quiet, but she can be unafraid and say everything she needs to say. 1978, women weren't so much allowed to do all of those things. Mm. So to have a man singing about, this is why I love her, because she is all these things. Mm. Oh, just dreamy. But just hearing it in the background now, I just think, Mm. I wish I could do something for that for a loved one. I really do. Yeah. Rather than just try and do a really neat card. (laughs) <laughs> no, no really neat. sometimes, sometimes though neil I'm, i've written songs for my wife right and sometimes you don't get that kind of feeling back sometimes it's yeah <laughs> that's oh, really? it <laughs> so it you be... know sometimes when you do write songs for loved ones it doesn't always hit well so mm. you know just saying and they got divorced so <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's true, just that is true. <laughs> the one thing i was thinking about billy joel was listening to a lot of his stuff over the last few weeks is with someone like say Noel Gallagher or someone like that, where they they I, I think to myself because I've I've written songs before and I think I could I could write a sort of Noel Gallagher ish kind of song, mm-hmm. you know it's just you just use the right chords you could sort of do one of those. Billy Joel, I always look at and listen to his songs and think there is not any way I could write a Billy Joel song because right. a lot some of them even the ones like she's always a woman is very a simple love song. But you try and dissect it in regards to what he's playing and what the chords are. You think, wow, that is like... And some mm. of the songs that I've got coming up on my top ten, they're like epic, these epic songs that you think, they're, how? How did he write these things? How did he put yeah. these things together and arrange all of the different musical instruments and that? It's unbelievable, some of the stuff that he does. I don't think he gets the props that he should get as a songwriter. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, but that's only my point of view. I mean... I agree. Very true as well. I agree. agree. Wonderful, wonderful. Ali, your number seven, please. My number seven. uh, I could basically have picked a top ten just innocent man and thrown it up there, right? Leave a tender moment alone. uh, Tell her about it. All of those. But this song in particular, he does all the vocals, all the snapping on it, all the clapping on it. And it is one of my favorites because, again, goes right back to that 50s doo-wop that he loves so much. Yeah. And it is The Longest Time. Yeah. Love this song. Tune. Yeah, because it's it's when he was like him and his mates at the street corners, wasn't it? Just mm-hmm. doing all the acapella stuff all by themselves. Yeah, Snapping yeah. away. Oh. Yeah. oh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So good. Yeah. And that, now, am I right in saying that it was him on the recording? It's him doing every every voice on yeah. that, isn't there? I think every every vocal, every snap, every clap. That's him. I don't want to preempt what you've got in the rest of your top ten, but is that your favourite song from An Innocent Man? 
Maybe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't want to preempt it. Mm. Oh, dear. No, but I I, I think it is. Right. I think it is. Okay. You're a fan of this one, Neil? I I do actually like this one. It makes me feel, you know, it reminds me of, like you said, the doo-wop, the 1950s music that Mm -hmm. I've got plenty of. It's a lovely, well-written song. I was going to ask, does he record all his songs himself and produce them, or does he go into a studio and... He's got, well, he used to have the same band, a bit like Bruce Springsteen, like from, I'm pretty sure from the start, it used to be, I can always remember, Liberty DeVito on the drums. I can always remember him, he was with him for years, and there was Mark Riviera that was on saxophone, and it's Doug somebody that was on the bass and he was like with him for years and then he, I think he right. freshened the band up but they were the band that would go in in the studio I think for the first yeah and first who was he signed to what record label I didn't look it up I just really suddenly fascinated um, you know what, did he, what was the was one he, that looked like a sunrise that Columbia yeah I can't remember I think it was something like that Phil Ramone used to do a lot of the producing right I okay. know for a lot of his albums but um, yeah but yeah he, he, he used to have like a real good band I was watching a clip of one of the songs I've got in my top 10 from like 74. And it was all that same people that again, when I watched the 1984 live from Wembley, that was all the same people that was in his band right. so like with him for years and years and years. I think he had a fallen out with the drummer and then. So does he again. play the song live now or still, or has he ever done it live? Oh, and has he recorded every piece himself? He switches a lot up. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever. Oh. He did in he did in the eighty four one at Wembley. He did, right, there, was, okay. there was four or five of them just around yeah. a microphone, and he did the main vocals, and oh, everyone okay. else was doing the. Yeah, they, he was well, explaining what like the the do up. Yeah, he was explaining all uh, that kind of stuff to the to the very British audience who had no idea what he was talking about. And then he gave him a little bit. I'll put it on the video playlist for the Patreon okay. subscribers. Oh, it is good. It's really good. Um, okay, Neil, you're number seven, please. So it's. Um... <laughs> I don't know whether saying something sometimes is going to get me slapped by by you, Ali, probably, uh, real oh. Billy Joel fans. But <laughs> The River of Dreams, and the reason I fell in love with this song is it reminded me a little bit of Paul Simon. Oh, sure. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So that, that hooked me into it, and I still like this one. No, actually, this I haven't got a lot of Billy Joel on my playlist, and that will change. I've got what I call my add-on playlist, which is about 27 hours long now. It just any song wow. I like, I just chuck it, and mm-hmm. then forever it's on a rotation. But this is on there for sure, um, because it, it makes me feel good. Just like Paul Simon's, you know, Graceland songs, gives you that that buzz, that, that sort of euphoria a little bit, and you want to bob along and go along with it. I just think it's a lovely, lovely feel-good song. Um, I agree. It's a great tune. It's, it's yeah. the best Delightful. one on that album, without a doubt. It's the best For one. For sure. Album. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't think I've ever heard him sing this one live, though. I mean, I, I would assume he has. Hey, Ali's going. She's she's yeah. ready to rock. It is. It's a happy song. <laughs> it's it? just happy, you and it reminds help. me like of a Disney movie. You just see yes. like little cartoon characters walking by, like rip, rip, rip. it's just <laughs> happy. I love it. No, absolutely. And that's always a good winner, isn't it? If it's um, a happy song. Yes. Yeah, you can't, there's nothing wrong with a happy song. Oh, that nope. rhymes. I should, I should write that down. That should be lyrics. <laughs> nothing wrong with a happy song. That's a good one. Uh, okay, my number eight, we're going to go a bit more rocking. Uh, and it's from the Glass Houses album. And it's uh, All for Lena. 
Now, this is one of those... Glass, Glass Houses, I think, is one of those uh, albums that I think gets forgotten a little bit, but it's got a lot of his good rock songs. I think You mm-hmm. May Be Right is on that one, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, and, it, and this is my favourite favorite from that album. I think Pressure might be on that. No, maybe... I don't know, I'm going to get confused now. But it's such a good one. And again, it's not a big hit. I don't know whether it was released as a single. I think it was, maybe in America... I think I bought this on import single when I was collecting singles. Or it might have been a, oh, it might have been a B-side. I can't remember. Get it together, Pavo. I don't know. I should have done all. I should have done all this research. No. If only I had. I, some I was going to say I don't recognise it, and I've just been listening to the greatest hits, so I don't think it's on that one. No, I don't think it's. No, no, it won't be. It, it, if so. it, it, I'll put it down as an album. It was an album cut, but uh, I absolutely love this one. Okay, let me. Move on very, a quick very question, quickly. Quick question, because you uh, you mentioned about rock. Here we go. I'll pick your yeah. brains, your Billy Joel brains, both of you. Um, does he always just play piano? Or does he rock a guitar ever, or does he get on the drums? Or I've s- seen him on guitar for Ali's favourite song, "We Didn't Start the Fire." He plays oh, guitar for that. Yeah. Wow, what live as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! He straps the old guitar on, and it's because it's one of those classic four chord songs. Mm. It's only mm. the same four chords all the way through the song. So. Yeah quite easy to pick the guitar up yeah okay you love that song don't you ali you love that song. i don't i don't i don't it upset people when i said it was my least favorite billy joel song people (laughs) were like what what do you mean yeah you're allowed to have a least favorite absolutely i don't know do you prefer the four four like boy version or do you just not like i just don't like the song i just just don't like the song yeah i thought the fallout boy version had some pretty decent lyrics it was fine yeah. They didn't go in order, though. No, like, it needs no. to be in order. Yeah, it needs to be in order. It needs to be in order. They just updated it all, didn't they? That's but all. I will say, We Didn't Start the Fire is one of those... I, I I sing that when I go and do my singing in pubs and clubs. And it's weird. It's how... When it starts, it starts with that weird sort of... And the crowd mm-hmm. sort of cheering. And you can see people going... What is you know, this? What is this? And as soon as yeah. it goes, duh, 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 yeah, people are into Everybody goes it. mental. Everybody goes yeah. crazy. People and love it, it. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's not my favorite. Like I say, it's just a list song. It's not. It's yeah. not a particular. There's not much. To it's it. a hard song to sing too. To keep all that in order. You mess up once, you're effed. I'll song you, is done. I, I, as long as I know the first name on each mm-hmm. verse, I'm fine. Right. I can go through okay. it and have no problem at all. If I miss that first one, that's it. I'm Oof. fucked for the whole song. Yeah. It's just completely, all just goes off the yeah. rails. Okay, so I take it that Ali hasn't got that in her top 10. So that's good. We can forget just about that outside. one. Okay. Um, so that was your number seven, Neil, wasn't it? River of Dreams. It was. Right. So my number seven, this is from Nylon Curtain. And it's another um, sort of deep cut, if you like. It's called Surprises. I don't mm. know if I'm going to be able to find this one now. Um, so you know, I I class No Nylon Curtain as as Billy Joel's Beatles album because I've listened to that album lots, and there are so many songs that sound just like the Beatles with the strings, which era of the Beatles, as in sort of Sergeant Peppery and on right that okay. that okay. kind of thing, and it's got some amazing songs on it. There's a couple of songs actually on Cold Spring Harbor that are just after watching the Get Back documentary. I think wow! If Paul McCartney had just started writing that particular song, you wouldn't you wouldn't think anything of it. It's just so Beatles. But this one has got like five or six absolutely Beatles songs on it, and it's almost like he sat down and thought, "I'm going to do my version of Sergeant Pepper on on this album." 
So Nylon Curtain for me is that. But this is another one of those ones that not a lot of people probably know. Surprises. Heard this one, Neil? No. <laughs> no. Very beatly. Very beatly. But I've made a note. So I, I, mm-hmm. this is what I enjoy. I come away with homework and it's nice to delve. It doesn't always I mean, hit. trouble it's is now, if you listen to the album, if I've put into your mind that it, you'll probably be thinking of the Beatles. I probably will, but I'll still it, have a go. It's worth having a little, mm. a little look. But I love that song. Okay then, Ali, your number six yes. then, please. My number six is a song that I have quoted too many times to friends that are going through a little bit of turmoil with relationships i will quote lyrics from the song and people are like is this another billy joel song what are you doing yes <laughs> but when you're talking about not trusting somebody and i say to you uh, you can't go the distance with too much resistance it's just it's perfect because you can't if you're always up against somebody with not trusting them it's not going to work it's never going to work because it's a matter of trust Matter of Trust is my number six song, and it is, oof, is it a good one? It's a great song. Such a good song. Such a good, that's from the Bridge album. The Bridge, yes. The and was bridge. that a single? That was. Uh, that was the first song, I think, off of the Bridge, right? It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It just started the whole album with a, oof. Yeah. We all go quiet while we have a listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I do think I recognise it. I just didn't recognise it from the title. Well, you can't go the distance. Right here. Oh, yes. Oh, it's, mm. it's so was, good. That was the first album that me and my brother, we went, to, we went on the bus to a, a local town, and I had my, uh, what were they called, Walkman. Sony mm-hmm. Sony well, it wasn't mm-hmm. a Sony it was a knockoff it wasn't I right. wasn't rich okay. enough to get a Sony one right. but I went and bought the bridge and was listening to it on the way home and yeah. um, what was it Running on Ice was the first song if you remember that one Ali so, oh yeah yeah oh, it's such a good it's I, a really good album it's, it's a great album it's very theatrical yeah. I feel like it's a very theatrical album um, yeah. the bridge there's some album, songs on there that you'd feel would go perfect on stage as opposed to being you know yeah. with a story around it but that's a great one. That's such a good rocker, that song. Mm-hmm. Such a good rocker. Go on then, Neil. You're number... N- no, not on number, number six. I really don't know what I'm doing. An Innocent Man. Another one where um, I think this um, really highlights um, his voice. Mm-hmm. You don't quite appreciate how um, strong a voice he's got in a lot of his other records, just hearing it as an everyday punter until this song comes out. Yeah. And then especially when you get to watch it live, like I, I've just been doing recently, like I said, watching all these live footage and performances. And this song, wow, 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 mm. when he sings it, it is yeah. real proper wow moment. There's a there's When he a... hits that high note, mm. oh, this is my kitchen song. Right. When I'm either cooking or cleaning, and I mean, I stop dead during the song, and I'm like, mm. I'm out of my mind with this song. By the way, it's my number, my number four. You are number four. Okay. Yes. Now, would you call this a ballad, or would you? Because it's, it's so difficult because mm. it's it's a ballad and it tells a story, but then there are parts where you're like, where it yeah. jolts you. I don't. I don't know. I'd say it's more of a ballad than a rock mm. rock tune for sure. 
so good. And again, lyrically, mm. I mean, he's he is basically Bernie and Elton combined into one little stocky man, isn't he? With, really with is. that ability, it's he can do it yeah. all. Yeah, he can yeah. do it all. Where's my there music it is. T-shirt? There it is. <laughs> I don't think I don't know whether he. Have you heard him sing that one live lately? Recently, Ali? no, no. no. I'd love to. Even if he takes it down an octave, because mm. how are you hitting those notes? Even when he wrote it, he had said, I don't know how long I'll be able to sing these notes, but for mm. now I can, you know? It's weird but because so the, 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 the Wembley gig that I saw f- all those mm-hmm. years ago, he had somebody else sing that note then. So, oh, so that, right. was like, that was like the year after the album came out. So That's funny. There you go. Aww. So even then he sort of, well, not chickened out. He obviously realized that there was something in the yeah. studio. Maybe it was a lot easier settled there. You yeah. can hit that note, but I hit maybe. it in my kitchen. Mm. I bet you did. Oh, you did. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we didn't mm. even set that up, Ali. You just said that nope. of your own volition. So I did. Thank you very much for that. But do you think it might be one of those ones where he does do it, where where he did do it a few nights, and then the other nights where he he felt that he couldn't. Possibly. That's when somebody right. came in to sing. Yeah, possibly. But it's mm. it's a hard it's a hard note to sing. Oh God, oh God. God. Have you ever sung it live, Pav? Have I bollocks? No. No, I leave those kind of <laughs> ones to the to the experts. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, okay, my number six is uh this the it was a, the song that he used to start his live shows with, and it's uh, uh Angry Young Man from Turnstiles. Oh, I love that start. It's a really it's a great one. It's another one of those um story kind of songs that's got loads of little bits in it. It's got this amazing start, goes into the song, comes back to this bit. It's just a really great way to start and start a night off when you're watching Billy Joel live. Um, it reminds me very much of Barbara O'Reilly. Who's the that? Who? The Who oh, song, right. Barbara O'Reilly. Sorry, I... <laughs> he just said, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> he works down the corner store on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it might have been somebody that Neil knew. I don't know. No, Baba O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, that Irish builder that I have come right. around <laughs> to do yes. all my work for me. Come on, Baba. Mm. Oh, how does Baba O'Reilly go, Neil? You better oh. sing it to me. Oh, I couldn't sing it and do it any justice. It's Roger Daltrey's voice, for Christ's sake. Oh, but right. it's one of their big hits. I mean, I think it was about 1969 it came out. But that's what it reminded me of, the opening. Yeah, it's the, the not, not, yeah, fast the piano. piano at the beginning. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Not, not the actual mm-hmm. song. Yeah. No? Itself. Okay. No. Just that. Yeah. Bit. Okay. yeah. All right. So you, you would know Barbara O'Reilly. You know so much. In the, I probably know if I heard it, but I just yeah, haven't ever heard. Would. I've never heard those words together in one sentence before in my life. Baba O'Reilly. <laughs> I'll send him <laughs> round for a quote. Thank you. <laughs> if you would, that'd be great. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, okay, we're halfway, so we've got time for this. Pop mm. quiz, hot shot. It's quiz time. We never done this with you last time, Ali. We're doing no. a quiz. And we've okay. borrowed the format from this very good podcast that sometimes has a quiz and sometimes okay. it depends if the people that are in the quiz turn up on the other end of the phone. Okay. So um, we're, so it's first one to three, Ali. Okay. Uh, and if you get the question wrong, it goes over to your opponent. And um, you could, as you're the guest, you can go first or second. What would you like to do? I'll go first. First, you're gonna and if you first. don't whitewash me, Ali. Oh, oh no, okay. I mean, that almost Precious sounds dirty, so I should yeah. have done that. <laughs> Could be okay. Here's your first okay. question, Ali, and they are all Billy Joel themed. So, who which 80s TV show dedicated an entire episode to the Billy Joel song Big Man on Mulberry Street? Taxi, it wasn't neil i was just thinking of a new york TV. show yeah was it a new york show is it oh uh, maybe maybe not shit oh uh, i was gonna say uh, musically maybe miami vice because they used to like a lot of music people there you go no. it was not i was thinking was... mulberry because that is a street in new york but uh, it was moonlighting Oh. oh, they did a whole episode based on that show on that song yeah did not know okay there you go so neil your, no, yes. your first question. Which classical composer has a writing credit on the Billy Joel song, This Night? Beethoven. <laughs> Ali, for your chance to steal. Fuck. It's going well. I <laughs> feel it's going well. It. We can be here all night. Ah. I, feel I like... might need to switch my lighting for when it gets dark out. <laughs> Well, I've no. only got 10 questions, so okay. we'll be stuck after that. So uh, your first, your you know, your next question, Ali. Billy Joel voiced which character? Wait, what in... was the answer to that? Yeah. Oh, sorry, it was Mozart. Oh, oh. I very Mozart. nearly said that. Sorry, you very nearly did. Um, hmm. Ali, Billy Joel voiced which character in the Disney movie, Oliver and Company? I don't even know that movie. Um, Oliver? Okay. It was not Neil, Mr. Company. No, it wasn't. It was Dodger. It was, it was a a doggy, ver, a doggy version of uh, Oliver right. Twist. Okay, no. Neil. Never seen it. Which music legend joined Billy Joel on stage for the final gig at Shea Stadium? It's got to be Paul McCartney, surely. It was Paul McCartney, and don't call me Shirley. 
<laughs> that's uh one nil to you neil so okay. we're over back over to you ali which mm-hmm. movie soundtrack featured billy joel's song modern women or oh, modern woman sorry not modern women <laughs> which movie soundtrack featured billy joel's song modern woman i don't know um a movie about a modern woman uh pretty woman is not right neil driving miss daisy it wasn't it wasn't what if it was it was ruthless people oh christ that's a lot of it i nearly forgotten that film existed thank (laughs) you don't shoot the messenger um neil what famous celebrity featured in the video for tell her about it Yasser Arafat. <laughs> what not, a guess. It's not. That was Leave a Tender Moment Alone. That oh. was Yasser Arafat. <laughs> Ali, you got any idea? Uh, I, no. No? But I would say, I'll just say Christy Brinkley because she was an uptown girl at the time. No, it was Rodney Dangerfield. No, oh, Christy. <laughs> there you go. Um, Ali, this Come one's on. for you. Yep. To level it sure? up. Are you what sure? time on a Saturday... Does the regular crowd shuffle in in the song Piano Man? Oh my God. Why did I just say five? And then I'm like, but is it nine? That seems early. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't Why am I drawing a blind now? <laughs> it's because you're overthinking it. You should have just sung it. I don't know. Five. <laughs> oh my God. Not. I'll it's say not. Nine. <laughs> It is nine <laughs> o'clock on a Saturday. So early. Oh, the regular oh, crowd no. shuffles in. Uh, so Neil, this one's for you. Wow, for the win, please. For the win, out of our misery. this is for the win. So uh, I'm going to give you some names. You have to tell me which is the next one. Okay, from right. we didn't start a fire. Oh, Einstein, James Dean, Brooklyn's got a winning team. Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley. Uh, JFK. It's not Ali. Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with Peter Pan. It does. Oh, it does but it was Disneyland. Ah, oh, uh, Jesus. All right. Disneyland. Um, okay, so we got one uh, left for you, Ali, and then one uh, left for Neil. Which Billy right. Joel's video did supermodel and ex Mrs. Joel Christie Brinkley appear? Uptown girl. Oh, I was going to press the wah wah. Well done. Well, it's two well one. Done, oh, Ali. great. So you've got a chat right, Neil. You've got to get this one right to win. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Ali could level this up. Uh, it's another. We didn't start the fire one. So birth control. Ho Chi Minh. Richard Nixon back again. Moonshot. Woodstock. Watergate. I can hear it in my head now. The I'm singing along with you. The silence. Ryan, is Ryan started the fire. Um, yes. <laughs> Birth control. Ho Chi Minh. Richard Nixon back again. Moonshot. Woodstock. Watergate. Um. Oh, I don't know. I really no. don't know. No, no. Sorry. No. For a chance for Ali to level it up. No. 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 Nothing. Punk rock. Punk rock. Punk rock. Sure. So well done, Neil. 
Well, that was a fluke. What I it say, well done, well, well done. I've run well out of questions. Done. I've run out of questions yeah. there. Okay. So we'll, uh, okay. We'll go. We'll, we'll we'll just carry on. We'll pretend that yeah. that quiz never happened. Anyway, we'll edit so. that out. <laughs> we'll edit that. <laughs> That's going to be your catchphrase, Ali. You're going to it be, is. Ali, we'll edit that out. We'll okay. edit that out, for sure. Uh. Anyway, back back to the business in hand. Um, you're number five, please, Ali. Well, I had said I could basically have 10 off of innocent an innocent man. I could also have 10 off of The Stranger. And this is uh, one of the first, maybe, on my list from The Stranger. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. That's my number. Which that's my number two. And that's my number, number five. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, I knew when I was dating this guy, and he said, "Should we get a bottle of red or a bottle of white?" And I said, "It all depends on your appetite." Oh. And, and his response was. Yeah, I don't know. I guess if we get steak, we should get red. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. this isn't going to work. No. And then two years later, finally, I'm like, it isn't. No. But yeah, it's just, it's such a great song and it tells such an amazing story. And it's just, it's quintessential storytelling by mm. Billy Joel in mm. this song. It's wonderful. Exactly what I would have said. Exactly the same. It's another one where you, you're immersed in the, the, from start to finish in the yeah. story and the lyrics. What's going to happen to Brenda and Eddie? I know. Yeah. I know. And it's like three different songs all, all melded into one. Yes. It's like, yeah, it, yeah it's like a, it, yeah. That's why it's I didn't, brilliant. It, it, the same as what, like you said at the start, Ali, is like my number one and number two could have easily switched over. So this could have easily been my number yeah. one, but um, I stuck at number two. This, is this the first one we've got where all three of us have got it? I think it is, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. That's rare. And absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely should be. It's, um, epic absolute epic of a song great well there you go so neil you've done that's your number five as well it Do you is want to say any more about it or are you well okay? no it's exactly the same as what i just said it's another one of those ones a bit like the um good night saigon um mm. you know song it's it's a story and you get sucked into the story you, you're there you, you envisage yourself you, you can see everything that's been sung about which is a quite a rare thing in songs now for me so it's a nice uh, little forte to have, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic live as well. Yeah, is Great it? Song. Like, I can imagine, voice. actually. It's probably a one that, yeah, gets everybody going again. Yeah. I can remember one of the times I went and saw him live. I sat there and I was imaginary playing the piano while I was watching. And I can okay. remember somebody next ne- next to me nudged their wife and was sort of going, you know, look at this fucking idiot. He's playing Aww. the piano along and I was having so much fun playing my imaginary piano with, with, along with Billy Joel <laughs> and, really, and then as soon as I saw them sort of like taking the mic I thought oh no I better just put my piano Aww. away I just yeah. oh you thing. shut it and, yeah I shut it down and then I just you should have played a and sh- then shut I it I should have done <laughs> I a, word, like a, word advice, like, a word of advice though Pab don't, <laughs> yeah. strum, don't strum a guitar while you're sat down it looks no wrong. yeah I, I, I've, oh. I've already got a, a, a court order about that I'm not allowed to yeah, do that don't anywhere strum guitar near down. people anymore mm-hmm. no I'm not allowed to do that um, okay uh, back to you then oh no Ali your number four was an innocent man it was. Uh, Neil, you're... Oh, I haven't done my number five, have I? No, I haven't done my number five, you oh, dickhead. dickhead. I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's what it is. I'm trying to do too many things and I'm getting ahead of myself. Right. So my number five is from the Innocent Man album and it is this. Ah, oh, shit. Come on. 
<laughs> I don't remember that song. <laughs> no, it starts on it. Another one of the doo songs. Then this is the song with Mozart's um, uh, co-writing credit on it. This night, he, apparently it's the chorus. He's taken the melody from a Mozart composition. That's why oh. Mozart has got the uh, bit on there. But uh, this, right. this is one of the songs to sing live. If you ever get a chance to do like a karaoke, mm. this is just balls out. Well, I'm not, I don't sing with my balls out. It's just, it's <laughs> like one of those. What kind of club you, is this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ali wants check to that address. place out next time I'm in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all karaoke's are like that, Ali. They all okay. have a, we all have our Didn't balls know. out. Yeah, it's okay. the only way to be get to sing. Yeah, it's great. It's nice. fantastic. But yeah, this is my favourite song from the album. So um, I'm having that one. Balls out or not, I don't care. A question okay. about Billy Joel's songs. I mean, I, the, what I've heard, I've never heard it. Does he like to put any swearing in his songs? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a song on, I think it's, is it Nylon Curtain called Laura? And the line is, here I am feeling like a fucking fool. And right. I can always remember that it was, I was able to sing along to it if my mum and dad were in the room because it was mm-hmm. the lyric from a song. Yeah. I wasn't Billy. swearing, yeah. I was just singing the lyrics. Yeah. So, but I would emphasise so here I am feeling like a fucking fool so I'd emphasise it if I was singing along to it <laughs> but yeah he's done, it, he's done it a couple of times I think and he's got, right. he's got the odd F in there somewhere he likes to drop, yeah. drop the F bomb every now and then yeah every so often who doesn't he's not such an innocent man then is he <laughs> oh <laughs> I see what you're doing oh. very good um, okay so Ali your number four was an innocent man Neil your yes. number four was Goodnight Saigon uh, my number four is uh, Miami 2017, Seeing the Lights Go Out on Broadway. Now, this is another one of those songs that is absolutely fantastic live, if you ever get a chance to see it live. The version that I put on the video playlist is the one that he did for the, the 9-11 tribute concert, mm-hmm. which when you look at... Now, I think the lyrics are about aliens or someone that has come down and that has destroyed New York. That's the whole point of like seeing the lights go out on Broadway. And then obviously with those lyrics with what happened in 9-11 made it just like terrifying with the fact that almost like he'd predicted what was going to go on because New York was in total blackness mm. but it's an amazing song and live what, it's what's just, it called again sorry it's called Miami, Miami 2017 seeing the lights go out on Broadway it's very wordy it's very he wordy he could have shortened that yeah and it's only it's yeah. only the last couple of weeks that I realised that I'm assuming that 2017 is the year that he thought this was going to happen Oh. oh, that must be, must yeah. be like 20, it's Miami in 2017, right? Seeing that, so he was, you know, I mean, he oh. was only 16 years out, and something similar happening to New York, but but it's a bit of a rocker, but it's got some, it's got some yeah, great lyrics in it, but it's a, it's a very, very good song. Okay, then, Ali, give mm. us your number three, please. This is a song off of Glass Houses, rock guitar riffs not a piano in sight i feel like it's his most rocking song it is perfect lyrics that i i think about often um you may be right i may be crazy but i just may be the lunatic you're looking for and then the turn out the light don't try to save me i say that so often to men (laughs) um what it's just it's such a great song you may be right it's just it's perfect to me. Such a good tune. 
It's just rocking. Yeah, you must recognize this one, Neil. I was just having a listen. I didn't because I don't recognize the title. Oh, actually, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, 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 I do recognize it. Don't try to save me. I'm just saying. It's good. It's good good lyrics, isn't it? It's so good. It's good lyrics. So good. It's, um, the thing with that album is like nearly every song is a rocker on that album, isn't it? Absolutely. It's such a good album just, just to clear the pipes out as well. And he did that with so many. It's like the longest time or not the longest time. Innocent man is all. Yeah. Hey, you know, mm. that type of thing. This one, you're just like, what? Billy, it's crazy. It's just, he had like themes mm. for albums. And like oh, you say, from, like from someone so who, someone who is a piano man, he could, yes. he could write a really good rock song. That oh yeah. No piano in it at all. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Not in your top 10 then, Neil? No, no, I'd, I'd forgotten about it. I didn't. No. I, I didn't recognize it by title. There we go. Mm. But I have admitted. I know. You no, know, I'm a I'm an amateur Billy Joel fan, but I am a Billy Joel fan. Yeah, Even, you like it. You like BJ. You've got everyone's got to start from somewhere. Agreed. We're not mad at you, Neil. No, Just disappointed. Just no, disappointed. but a lot of people listening, I'm going to get such telling. <laughs> no. no, no, no. You no, might no, be. Maybe. You might be later on mad at me. Maybe. <laughs> to be fair, you, you get used to getting Ali McKay mad at you. I, I had that on yeah. this episode, uh, the last uh, cup of tea in a chat, twice. I had it also for the Taylor Swift uh, and my daughter's tickets. <laughs> uh, that worked out well today, I understand. It did work out well. Fantastic. To be yeah. fair, I'm going to just come clean on that in the fact that mm-hmm. um, I didn't explain myself correctly to Bean in that okay. whole situation. It was the so fact you that- told Bean what? I t- no the way that the, if you look at the messages I sent to him, it does read as if I said that if if we only, if we get one ticket, it's either three tickets to Taylor Swift or none or none. Yeah, that that wasn't what I what I meant. What I meant okay. was that a friend of mine's wife was trying to get tickets, and he said to me, he said, uh, he says, um, I might be able to get you two tickets, and I said no. If I can't have three tickets, I don't want any tickets. Okay. So I don't want it. So it's going to be either all of my children and me could go mm-hmm. or none of us could go because it's not fair on, because he was offering me the tickets, you see. In the okay. end, his wife never got the tickets, unfortunately. Oh, wow. And we've ended up getting three tickets to Taylor Swift today. So I wasn't going to, um, you know, sort okay. of rub his nose in it too much. Are, are, you, are you a fan? Uh, I mean, I know this is a Billy Joel uh, top 10, but I must ask Ali, are you a fan? I do like Taylor Swift. I'm not a, I'm not a Swifty. But I do understand her appeal. I get it. Do I want to go to the Eras tour? No, I don't. But I, I love mm. folklore. Great album. So good. So good. But yeah. Anyway, so we get back to BJ's. Yes, Billy. Uh, BJ's. Yes. <laughs> Let's get back to BJ's, shall we? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Just, why am I feeling hot and sweaty all of a sudden? I feel really like everything's closed oh, in a little bit. Mm. Anyway, Neil, you're number three, please. Uh, oh, Vienna. No, Vienna. Um, now, the reason that this is um, a beautiful song for me, because a love of my life, um, you, you know, when we were together, 
or whatever it was. Um, this was one of our songs. It became. It, mm. I don't know why. It just. It was the one song that together we both really loved of his. So that's why I put it up high. It's sentimental reasons to me, but also it's a beautiful song. Another beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um, and for to show his powerless of beautiful songs. For me to be able to put 10 beautiful songs in here or 10 a list of songs means that his hit ratio is fucking amazing, isn't it? But this song, yeah. Now, listening to it now, it brings me all my happy memories back. Mm. Um, you know, and it, it's it's a lovely, lovely song. And yeah. And that's all. It's my number two. Is that's it? your number two. It's my number two. Did you know this is the B side to uh, "Just the Way You Are"? Oh, they it? didn't I... think this would. Didn't think it would be a hit. So they're just wow. like throw it on the B side. And I feel like it really wasn't a hit until recently. The streams on it shot up, and I think that's due to TikTok and. Instagram, a lot of people using this in videos and people are like, who does this song? And then they stream it. But, and I don't know if this is true, but I had read a long time ago that Billy Joel went to visit his father, who he was kind of estranged from, and his father had moved to Vienna and they were just kind of walking around and he saw an older woman um, just sweeping. And Billy had said, oh, that's sad. She's so old. She should be, you know, resting retired doing something but she's working and her dad his dad said no she has a purpose this is this is what she's doing why are we always rushing so far to get through something so then we can just relax and do nothing why don't we take a moment and just live our lives a little bit slower because old age is such a it's not promised to anyone and what a beautiful thing that if we just especially as americans it's all about the rat race, right? Get through this, get through this, get through this. So then we can relax. And by that time, what's the point? You're so old, you've already left all those years behind you. So I still don't know if that story is true, but I'm sticking to it because I thought if that's the reason he wrote this song and for Vienna to be about old age and time, mm. it's even more beautiful to me. Yeah, now. yeah, absolutely, so, isn't it? Yeah. It was also featured in some um movie and i can't remember which one it is because one of my one of my greatest moments as a dad and there's been loads of great moments as being a dad but i can remember one of my daughters and and this song was playing like in her bedroom and i went Mm -hmm. in there and i said why are you playing this song yeah and she said i love this song i said how how have you even heard she goes it was in it's like princess diaries or something like that it's in really and i went you're joking i said oh i'm kind of i'm kind of ruining my said, but but this is my favorite ever billy joel song i said to her oh i said i can't believe mm. that she goes dad i love this song so we kind of had a bit of a bonding moment over oh. this song because oh. I, and I thought well, that kids are never good it was like as far as i was concerned it was an album track you know like I say, yeah. it wasn't a hit it wasn't yeah. something that anybody really knew so for, for my daughter to sort of say no this i love this song i thought oh how sweet is that that is so sweet so yeah, so spoilers. Oh. I've given my number one away, but there you go. I, don't I think it's a great number one. So it's your number three, my number two, your number one. There you go. That's not wow. bad. That's, we almost had all yeah. three at number one there. Um, like my it. number three. Now this is about as I think as as a deep dive um, as it can get. It's an album track from Street Life Serenade, which was one of his early albums, and it's called The Great Suburban Showdown. Now, as somebody that has lived in the same town all his life. 
I don't understand quite why I've got a such a link to this song, why this song hits me so hard. But it's obviously about him leaving, going to LA, and then having Big to go city. home. He mm-hmm. has to go home, go and see the family. And the one line in there is where he says, I'm only coming home to say goodbye. And it get I mean, I've, I don't know how many times Ooh. I've listened to this song, but every time I, it just sends a lump straight, you know, it hits me straight in the heart. But I don't know why, because like I say, I've only ever lived in this same town that I was born in, that I'll probably die in. And I've never had the inkling to go off and find something in a different city or, you know, I've never had that. So I don't know why this song. Maybe not in this life you haven't. Maybe not. Maybe mm. not, but this, it's got weird. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's one of those what ifs. You're yeah, looking at it maybe. through his eyes, and you're thinking, "Well, if I was to have done that, this is what." And you know, subconsciously, you're thinking through the you know his eyes. Yeah, but I think it's like he's talking about going back and seeing his dad working in the garden, and the crabgrass is growing too high, and. It's. I don't know. I don't know. It, hmm. The other thing about, and I, not just Billy Joel, but there's one thing about American singer-songwriters. They always have this way of building up. It's just but like Cold Spring Harbor. I've got no idea what that is, but just the images that that gives off. Always, whenever Americans drop in names of places, Bruce Springsteen does that a lot, or whether it's like 52nd Street or something, it always sounds either glamorous or mysterious or romantic and I think that's something that only American music and American singer-songwriters can do. I don't hmm. know if that's, that makes sense. I think it's just somewhere else. So, I mean, I could say the same about a Coldplay song. You know, it's just, it's it's something away from you that becomes romanticized because it's not familiar. Yeah. So somehow it becomes even better. Yeah. Mm. Well, I can always remember if you ever saw America um when I was like younger on the TV, it was mm-hmm. like it was a it was a different planet. It looked it looked glamorous. It didn't matter what part of America it was. It always yeah. looked glamorous and it looked like it was a place that was like unobtainable. You'd never be able to go there and never be able to see it. That's how I feel when I watch the holiday. Oh, like, look at England. Uh, look how wonderful it is. And and we live right in the quintessential place where the cottage would be. Absolutely. Never get See? the freaking snow, but we, no, we, we really. live there. I love it. I love have, you, it. Have, you, have you ever thought about coming to the Cotswolds Alley? Have you ever thought about coming? Every time I'm, I'm in England, I'm like, why do I not go there and walk around and see all those thatched roofs? And, oh, yes, I have to. I have oh, right. to. That's, yeah. that's definitely a thing. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. And then we can take you out for a pint. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And then we can that go to the perfect. karaoke bar where the balls are out. Well, <laughs> funny... Uh, my birthday trip, we had discussed doing a holiday-themed birthday and going to the Cotswolds and staying there and doing this. My friends were like, who else would have a holiday-themed birthday party? Absolutely you. Me. It's only you. I love it. Absolutely. Right. I think... So that was my number three, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. that was my number three. So Ali, number two was Vienna. Vienna. Neil, mm-hmm. your number two was Piano Man. Yeah, and my number two was scenes from an Italian restaurant. So before we reveal mm-hmm. our number ones, Ali, if you can give us a countdown from ten to two, Neil will do the same, and then I'll do the same. Why oh, yes, number ten, Good Night Saigon. Number nine, She's Always a Woman. Number eight, The Piano Man. 
Number seven was The Longest Time. Number six, Matter of Trust. Number five, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. Number four, An Innocent Man. Number three, You May Be Right. Number two, Vienna. Can I just ask, number nine was She's Got Away or She's Always a Woman? She's got away. She's got away. Thank you. I was going to do She's I, Always a Woman, but then I changed it to I know, She's I Got Away. I thought I'd written the wrong oh. one down. That's fine. Thank oh, my God gosh. <laughs> I was just making sure you were paying attention. I have got always. Kudos, you. Always. Thank you. Yeah. Neil, you're 10 to 2, please. Absolutely. So at 10, I had My Life. At number 9, the Down Easter Alexa. <clears throat> number 8, She's Always a Woman to Me. Number 7, The River of Dreams. Number six, An Innocent Man. Number five, Scenes from Italian Restaurant. Number four, uh, Goodnight Saigon. Number three, Vienna. And number two, Piano Man. Yay. And mine is number 10, Piano Man. Nine, Only the Good Die Young. Eight, Orphelena. Seven, Surprises. Six, Angry Young Man. Five, This Night. Four, Miami 2017. Seeing the lights go out on Broadway. Three, The Great Suburban Showdown. And number two, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. So, Ali, Mm. today, what is your number one Billy Joel song? Because tomorrow it might be different. But today, what is it? Did I have my, my face... In a poker face. So we've actually, it, we've spoken about it then, obviously. We, we have. Ooh. Did I do good? You yeah. did. Uh, can we okay. both have a guess then? Good. Can we both have a I guess? Have a guess. Have Go a on guess. Neil, what do you reckon? Um, I'm going to, I reckon I'm going to go only the good die young. Okay. That's going to be mine. She's still got that poker face. Well, she, done, uh, did you say you had, she's always a woman to me. No, she hasn't there got that go. one on I'll, there. I'll choose that one. Then. Okay. So Ali, what is your number one? My number one. As a Catholic schoolgirl, only the good die young. And I'll tell you, when he does this song in concert, people lose their minds. Because it's just such a, like, it's one of those, everybody's up there like, woo! It's just such a great live song. And I love it, love it, love it so much. I wish I was Virginia, that he was trying to... Come out, Virginia. Don't make him wait. Don't make him wait. Bone Billy Joel. I would. <laughs> yeah. It's just a great song. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a great song. Great. I know this one, yeah. you see. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Now, this, this was a hit, wasn't it? This was a hit song. Huge. I mean, yeah. obviously, it was, yeah. it was a... It, it was, was banned at first, and then it was just skyrocketed up the yeah. charts. I wonder yeah. if it was banned in this country as well, because I mean, obviously, it was banned in America. Didn't I don't think... Oh, no, I don't think it was banned in America. I think just specific places it was banned. Right. Ah, yeah. right, right, okay. I was going to yeah. say, they didn't mention it, and I'm sure it would have been on my fact hunt. Yeah. Well, Indeed. That's what, <laughs> that's what yeah. I meant to say, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah I'll be <laughs> careful how you say that, Neil, to be fair. Um, great. Well done. I get a point for, for guessing that, but that's good. You do. Uh, I yeah. do. Thank you very much for that. Right then, Neil, you're, you're number one, please. Ooh, so I'm going to start by saying, Ali, please forgive me for this, but there is a oh, strong no. reason. Yes, okay. but there is a reason why, and it is a uh-huh. strong reason why. Now, I told you how I fell out of love. Uh, well, I didn't even start a love affair with Billy Joel because I didn't like Uptown Girl. It just mm-hmm. did nothing for for me, you know, I was I was in the depths of listening to Pink Floyd and all that sort of music. So it was just like a flippant song that I just didn't like. Right. And it was when I heard this song, We Didn't Start the Fire, that I thought, hang on. And back then it, I really enjoyed the song. I still like the song now, but I loved it. And that reintroduced me back to Billy Joel and taught okay. me to not just listen to one song, but go down the rabbit hole and introduce mm-hmm. yourself. 
And if it hadn't been for this song, I wouldn't have introduced myself to all these other wonderful songs that I put from 10 till 2. So hence why it had to be my number one. It's a great little summary of history. It's a great, I know it's a list. It's a great way done. I don't mind the Fallout Boy version. I think it's all right. It's not as strong as this one. But it's, I, uh, yeah, it's a history lesson in a song, isn't it? There you go. I'm not mad at you, Neil. Yeah. Oh, are you sure? I am. She's just disappointed, Neil. That's what it is. She's just disappointed. No, Very honestly, if this if this led you back down the Billy Road, the Billy Road, the Billy <laughs> Joel Road, yeah. I think that's that's wonderful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly why I had to put it at number one, because if it wasn't for this song. Yeah, there wouldn't be. I still wouldn't be listening to Billy Joel. Perfect. Good. Perfect. Perfect. What Um, could? What do you think Pavos is? You can both have a guess. Uh, Poker face. uh, Uptown girl. Okay, Ali. What do you want to go for? Gosh, I was leaning towards Vienna, but I don't think there's any way it's Vienna. Well, um, it's funny you should say that, Ali, what? because it's Vienna. Oh, <laughs> by, by Ultravox. <laughs> by Ultravox, yeah, 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 and um, yeah. Well, we've already, we've already spoken about it, but there is, yeah. it, without a doubt, how why he didn't release this as a single, I, I don't know. I honestly don't. They know. didn't think it would be big. No, which is just, crazy it's it is crazy, crazy. It is but then crazy. when you get the um or if you stream the greatest hits how high up it is on the the greatest hits album as in you know they usually rank them down you know by the biggest hits and it's really high up there is it it's about is the it? third or fourth song i think i, on one of it was on I the feel i truly yeah. feel like lately the streams like i said have shot up because of maybe it is whatever mm. movie it was and so many people using it in their tiktok and instagram videos that people are now finding it again. Yeah. Mm. Well, I am talking about a streaming greatest hits. Not. Oh, a, I see what you mean, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, not the album, the greatest hits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's mm. whiz through these honourable mentions. Uh, Kirsten Prince says, "Good night, Saigon," and and so it goes. Oh, Simon you know who Duffield. that's about? Eh? What's that about? Do you know who? No. Uh, and so it goes is about. Go on then. His his short lived romance with Elle McPherson. Really? Um, mhm. And yeah. and shouldn't it be I'm such a lucky guy or something it should be instead of I'm so It's it just goes? and so it goes, you know, some things just don't work out. That must have been really weird seeing those two walk down the street. It must have been a bit like yeah. Ricky, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant walking <laughs> together. Very because I I've, I've seen Elm at first and in the flesh. Yeah. Um in a in a previous job I delivered to her. So mm-hmm. she it's very tall. She yeah. towers over me. Yeah, confession. Yeah, what did thing. you deliver? Yeah, what did you deliver? What kind well, of goods did you deliver? Mm. Your nose. What did no, you do nudge, with your nudge. Nose? No. Oh, sorry. Nudge, no. nudge. Cocaine? I, I can't. I can't divulge <laughs> her deliveries. Oh, right. Okay. But let's just say it was a big package. Uh, oh. But no, and she was very she's... tall. She was taller than me, and I'm six yeah. foot three. Oh, you mm. hell of a no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, not I was like, oh. Not, okay. not now you've had your legs shortened. Yeah. No, one half I'm five foot 11. The other half I'm about five foot. <laughs> mm. Sad. Well, <laughs> there you go. Thank you for that, Ali. Another wonderful fact. Why didn't you yeah. have that fact at the start, Neil? To be fair. Well, it didn't come up in my fact hunt. Well, stop saying that. Uh, Simon Duffield says, American idiot. Ha ha. All jokes aside. I've just looked yeah. and he's got loads of great songs. For me, it's Piano Man. I love a song that tells a story and even more so in a moment of time. John Collins, she's more than a woman. 
Karen Clark, Piano Man, love the lyrics to the song. At Billy Joel Tribute UK on, uh, uh, I think that was Instagram. I could never pick just one, but I love sleeping with the television on half a mile away and get it right the first time. Meliora Black, I love You're My Home. Sandra Runham says We Didn't Start the Fire. Richard Stevens, Piano Man, Kim Penniston, We Didn't Start the Fire. Jeff Flores, Hey Neil, Pav and Tiny Lady. Favourite songs from BJ, Ding, is White Wedding. Oh wait, wrong Billy. Dama. Because I am an office fan, we didn't start the fire. There you go. (laughs) Stephanie Fitzpatrick says, say goodbye to Hollywood. I've loved these days and Big Shot. Cindy Gilliand says, Big Shot. Anna Cochran, she's uh, always a woman to me and just the way you are. Have a great show, guys. Thank you, Anna. Dan Harper says, There's too many to count. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. She's always a woman. Big Shot, just the way you are. An innocent man. My life is still rock and roll to me. Mm-hmm. I go to extremes. Piano Man, and you may be right. Kendra Gross Tapia says, The Entertainer. And at Billy Joel A to Z on Twitter said, December Song and Handball which were two I had to look up on uh, YouTube because I'd never heard them before. Mm-hmm. And there's some very, very grainy footage, um, definitely of handball. I couldn't find December Song anywhere, so I don't know what... But he's obviously a massive Billy Joel yeah. um, uh, expert. Uh, and Billy Joel quotes said, Summer Highland Falls, Vienna, scenes from an Italian mm. restaurant, Only the Good Die Young, Miami 2017, New York State of Mind which is an amazing song. She's right on time. Famous last words, sleeping with the television on and Rosalinda's eyes. There you go. Uh, By the way, Summer Highland Falls off Turnstiles was going to be my number four. Was it? But I went with Innocent Man instead. His voice is so pure on Mm. that song. And it's just, I mean, it's just a a devastating song. But yeah, yeah. it's either sadness or euphoria. That's yeah, indeed, what it is in that song. Indeed. Now, mm. I don't know whether or not it's been rectified now, but I know that the version of Cold Spring Harbor that I had, apparently Billy Joel tried to get that album taken off the shelves because it was when it was engineered, it was engineered at the wrong speed and it oh. made his voice sound a little bit like Alvin and the Chipmunks. A little higher than <laughs> usual. Yeah. yeah. So when you listen to oh. it, he does sound a little bit higher, but there's some great songs on that album mm. as well. Um mm. Episode 100 is done, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it has been just an absolute pleasure, as always. With you, Thank Alex. you for having me, you guys. I really appreciate it. Well, you, we're working on getting uh, little footballs with um, hat trick on it because now, you, if you if you score a hat trick in football, yeah. you get the mm-hmm. you get the match ball. This is now your third time, so you wow. should get a match ball. Um, we're working Wonderful. on that. We're working yeah. on that. We'll have okay. it ready for when you come to the Cotswolds. Yes. We will have a ball Don't ready joke. for you. I would you. love to. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, thank you, you Whenever guys. Whenever that is. But thank you so Always much, Ali. Yeah. Before we say our proper goodbyes, Neil, if you want to tell everybody how they can be um, get in touch with us and all How they can be in. what? You know what I meant. You know I what do, I meant. I do. So if you've got any questions or anything you'd like to say about this 100th episode, please do email us at top10pods at hotmail.com. You can find us on all the socials. Give us a click, give us a like, give us whatever it is you do on those things. Come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top10pods. There's all sorts of rewards where you could even be a guest yourself. Check out all the links via the link tree which is in the show notes. So please do come subscribe, leave a review rating and anything else you want to leave at our doorstep where you get your podcast from. Thank Beautifully you. done. Ali, 
as always, it's an absolute pleasure to have you with us. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us for this very special episode. Um, do you want to tell anybody, everybody about your podcast? Obviously, we'll put the, well, the, sure. the link in the show notes so that they can come and uh, join you and your fun. You can find us on Patreon and it's fun. It's three days a week. I do the podcast with the amazing Gene Bean Baxter, a two-time Hall of Famer for radio. He's a good dude and it's just fun and it's just something to get your mind off stuff and listen to three days a week. Bonus episodes, fun things on our Patreon videos, all sorts of stuff. Join us. Indeed. We'll put the link, like yeah. I said, in the show notes. It was my number one podcast when we did top 10 podcasts. It was my number Thank one. You. And it's not because I know Ali and, and Bean. It's because it genuinely is a wonderful podcast. If you're feeling a bit shit one day, listen to the podcast. It'll at least put a smile on your face. That's the it one works. thing that it will do. It will at least it put a smile work. on your face. It does work. I can actually testify to that. Indeed. I was listening to some, I was listening to them when I was at my low, low, low ebb with my leg. Aww. And it, it 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 raised my pecker a little. Oh, <laughs> that's all we can ask. Yeah. That's all we can ask for. Thank you. On, on that bombshell, we yeah. shall say thank you very much, Neil. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you very, you very much, much, Ali. Matt. Thank you very much, everybody. And let's go start the countdown. <laughs> oh, you and your pecker, Neil. I tell you. Ten, nine. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.